0: Of all the shows in all the year that I'm familiar with, there's only one that's really fun. It's episode 25th. Hello, everyone, (laughs) and welcome to the 25th episode of The Empty Bowl. Looks like we made it uh, in a feat that probably took Jimmy Fallon a scant four weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Now some... 13 years into the Empty Bowl franchise, we have finally reached episode 25, and welcome to the Empty Bowl. It's a meditative podcast about cereal, and my name is Justin McElroy. I'm a cereal enthusiast. Uh,
1: And my name is Dan Goubert, and I am a cereal smith. I mean, I don't actually physically make the cereals, but I believe that I've forged enough content surrounding cereal
0: that I can be worthy of that title. I think that's fair. Um, Dan, for the next uh, half hour or so, we're going to let people relax. We're going to let them be calm and try to focus just on cereal for a little bit and not worry about the the everyday comings and goings and just relax. Maybe, if hey, if you're drifting off to sleep, uh, we'll try to keep it quiet for you. I think that's such a, I, I, as, as strange as it sounds, I find it kind of humbling and I feel like it's kind of an honor that people go to sleep with this podcast. It feels like a, a real act of trust, you know, to say, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go to sleep. You guys just keep doing your thing.
1: I am confident that at no point in the next 30 minutes will they scream or make a jump right. scare or anything like that.
0: Anything <laughs> <Right? laughs> like that. It's just going to be relaxing. Talk about cereal. Now, this is not in the show notes, but I did want to mention this week, I tried what I... I believe is your number one of 2019. Is that correct? Not only is it
1: my number one cereal of 2019, but Gabe Fonseca of Cereal Time put out a Instagram filter that says "Which cereal should you eat today?" and he put a hundred different cereals in it. And the first time that I tried it, I got Cheerios, Oat Crunch, Oats and Honey,
0: my number one 2019 cereal of the year. Taste made it number one. Fate made them a family. Uh, <laughs> I finally tried this cereal, and listen. It's, it's a, uh, I think there's a uh, Cruncho narrative dissonance with this box because it does look like kind of a boring, healthier variant of uh, Cheerios with just some sort of OD bits on it. But I was not prepared for how absolutely outrageously mm. good this cereal is. It is bringing, a, you know what it is? It's bringing a depth of flavor there's a depth to the sweetness with like a little bit of like a graham or a molasses sort of tiny Mm -hmm, bit of mm -hmm. undercurrent of um that and it is just absolutely outrageously good straight out of the box in a bowl um graham is probably like the best like it's it's graham notes i would say uh somehow they've managed to work those in and it it is uh, uh stunning it's a stunning cereal
1: yeah, I know you texted me out of nowhere telling me that you tried it. And, I mean, you're literally not even the only one. People will just pop up on social media like, I tried it,
0: and you are right. <laughs> it is it's just... just now in – I mean, it just now came to stores in my area. So um, after you're done either listening to this podcast or sleeping, make <laughs> a, a beeline to your local Walmart. Okay, that being said, uh, let's not waste any more – Uh, time talking about cereal let's talk about cereal Uh, (laughs) and uh, tell me what's what's the news what's going on
1: well take a couple items before we get into the actual uh, nitty-gritty of the actual cereal but uh, there's been a lot of chilly cereal news lately um I know if you untapped recall, market
0: at chili cereal. <laughs> yeah, you know, crunchy bean marshmallows. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The Chili's franchise is really only just recently getting into <laughs> cereal, but I'm just really impressed by the, the sort of supreme yeah. nacho cereal. Yeah. Um but no, if you remember not too long ago, Target launched this market pantry cereal bowl ice cream that was basically just cinnamon toast crunch as an ice cream. It was pretty solid. Um I certainly enjoyed it. But now we are getting the real thing from Edie's and Dryer's. It is a Cinnamon Toast Crunch light ice cream, which I believe in the dairy industry is code for probably not actually fully ice cream. Right. Um, but nevertheless, it is officially sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and it appears to have thick swirls of cinnamon sugar flavor. Um, and as you know, that is the taste that you can see.
0: And I can certainly see it sure. here. <laughs> yeah. It looks, uh, looks really good. Uh, judging from the carton. Um, I'm actually not a big cereal guy. Uh, no, sorry. That was a abstract <laughs> lie as it's never been spoken on this podcast. Uh, no, I'm not a big ice cream guy unless it's got like a lot of chunks. I would love like, if there's some, I, I mean, I would have to crumble some cinnamon toast crunch over this I think, to uh, to to really complete it.
1: You know, it's unclear whether there will actually be pieces of anything in there. It's kind of tough to tell from the only render that we have of it. But uh, just today, actually, we got photos of a companion to this, which will be Lucky Charms ice cream, uh, debuting Ooh. alongside it, which feels, from like uh, an ideation standpoint, to be a little bit less creative since you're kind of just making oatmeal-flavored ice cream with more sugar in it. Mm-hmm. But... I think it's exciting, nonetheless. I I don't know which I'll try first. I don't know which my lactose intolerance will let me eat first, but I'm excited. Uh,
0: This is uh, uh, slightly unrelated, but did I see on Twitter that you got a box of Timbits? I did. I actually just got them last night from uh, Gabe,
1: again, from Serial Time, who manages to just have multiple of these Timbit cereals coming to him that he can just redirect the shipment to me, but... (sighs) I'm very excited uh, to give it a shot. I know there have been other people offering to send us some if you uh, are still looking for a connect.
0: Yeah, please, folks. P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. Just shoot a box uh, straight to me. (laughs) If I get multiples, I will take them to the uh, day shelter here that my wife works at, but the i will try them first
1: i just have a question how many cereal boxes can even fit
0: in a po box before it overflows oh you, you know what's fun is uh i have they have to keep the stuff behind the counter um that doesn't fit into my po box and i often <laughs> walk away with uh, uh, multiple large plastic bins worth of stuff <laughs> or they'll put them in lockers uh, throughout the post office, and just leave a big pile of keys in my. Uh, <laughs> this is true. Leave a big pile of keys in my P.O. box. I'll just have to go on hunt to find them. So, um, you
1: basically have an entire P.O. office that is just entirely <laughs> dedicated to you
0: and your shipments. Yes. Eventually, I'll get it down to where it's just post cereals coming to the post office. Perfect. Perfect. Um, uh, so, uh, you know what? I just talked uh, yay about ice cream, uh, but I'm liking the looks of this next story. So we are again branching into uh, the unfamiliar
1: territory of Pop-Tarts, but uh, the Pop-Tarts brand has teamed up with Good Humor to release Brown Sugar Cinnamon Pop-Tarts Bars. So it's basically, on a stick, you've got this, this uh, sort of mahogany core of mm-hmm. cinnamon something or other, surrounded by a layer of vanilla ice cream, which is then coated in the, the classic crispity crunchities that you might see from a strawberry shortcake good humor bar which is probably why they didn't make a strawberry pop
0: tarts one as well. Yes, good point. Yeah. Um although with a, like a rainbow sprinkle on the outside that could be look very mm. appetizing. Um my wife calls these scooter crunch bars. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's there was a line of them. I mean, it, if you if you google that phrase, this is not a, not a a creation of her own thing. I guess there's a regional line. Uh, that were sold around here the, from Ohio, I guess, and they were labeled Scooter Crunch Bars. Hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite a thing. Well, now I just really want a Scooter Crunch cereal, whatever that might be. Oh, it's, it's strawberry shortcake cereal. I feel like is is an untapped vein uh, that I'd love someone get it. I mean, obviously there was a strawberry shortcake cereal mm-hmm. based on the hit hit character. Uh, what is this news about Uh, some, some Lucky Charms variants we got coming down? I mean, basically all I need to do is
1: read to you this product name and you'll basically get the entire gist of it, but it is Cocoa Puffs with Lucky Charms Marshmallows. So if that didn't exactly clue you in, this cereal is a sort of Cocoa Puffs but with Lucky Charms Marshmallows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's really nothing more to say to it than that. I mean, we already have... Sort of chocolate Lucky Charms. So, this is basically just taking that and uh, sort of molding the different charms into spheres and calling it Cocoa Puffs with Lucky Charms marshmallows. I don't. I, get,
0: I guess uh, I can do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll eat an entire two pound bag of it, but. You won't they, like it. <laughs> yeah, they well, probably could have like got it. a little more creative with that, but yeah. it exists. It's out there. Um, if
0: you're really into crossover series. I feel like the crossover is, like, the lazy, uh, it's right below uh, fruit rings and white marshmallow markets mm-hmm. in, like, the laziness, like, category. You just had, I feel like they just had two different tubes, <laughs> you know, and they just, like, <laughs> turned them around, like, oh, we'll just make this tube, point it at this box. Okay, good. It's a new cereal. <laughs> like, if
1: General Mills is going to do something outlandish with their cereal crossovers, they should take cereals that are Totally different from each other. Like I want tricks and fiber one in sort of the
0: same box. Uh, I want an oops. See, I want a, uh, <laughs> the oops that is really an oops that is really they they rolled the dice and just whatever they got they had to produce. <laughs> it's just it industrial
1: cereal runoff into a box, and yeah. you
0: get what you paid for. I, I can't make heads or tails of this last story, Dan. Help me out. Uh, so if you remember. Uh, Last year, there were these
1: Snap Crackle Poppers that came out, which were basically miniature, miniature Rice Krispies treats. So basically the size of maybe, uh, you know, a a standard Lego brick. Uh, But they were Rice Krispies treats in different flavors of coatings. They had vanilla, they had chocolate, and they had cookies and cream. And they were all really good, honestly. Especially... These Snap Crackle Poppers tasted good in the wake of Rice Krispies Treats cereal becoming sort of uh, an infernal child of what it once was, but we don't need to take too much time to stew on that, because there's a new Snap Crackle Poppers flavor, and it is caramel. Um, We've known about these for a little bit, but they're finally starting to hit shelves, and again, much like the the Cocoa Puffs, I don't know if there's too
0: much more to say other than that I'm excited. Yeah, they look really good. I'd love to pour some milk on these and just see what happens. They're just, just super chewy and
1: also creamy at the same time. So it's it's very much more of a, a textural experience than a standard
0: cereal. Now, Dan, I've let my feelings be known about uh, uh, the excellent Cheerios Oat Crunch Honey and Oat. Correct. <laughs> uh, I have to like my eyes in the back of my head to remember that sequence of (laughs) they should just call it better Cheerios like we fixed it it's good now you really like it um uh, yeah I want to hear about some of these new cereals that you tried and and what you thought so not too long ago I tried
1: frosted honey bunches of oats which feels like the least necessary cereal that has been created in recent memory because they're
0: frosted already right 50%
1: 50% of the flakes in Honey Bunches of Oats are already frosted, the other half just being standard cornflakes. But if you were ever the type of person who had a bowl of Honey Bunches of Oats and just thought, it's just not sweet enough, <laughs> you can now experience 100% flake coverage in terms of, of that sweet sugar sap that we all love so well. Um, I tried this cereal, and as expected, I didn't really noticed too much of a difference it almost yeah. it almost seemed like it was a little too frosted i could probably have done with like 50% less frost yeah um, well yeah, i
0: got good news for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> boy do i have a product for you
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh so if, if nothing else frosted honey bunches of oats are a great advertisement for normal honey bunches of oats
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh what about uh okay Pop-Tarts Bites, is this a new new variant? So much like the Snapcrackle Poppers, last
1: year we saw Pop-Tarts Bites, which were tiny little Pop-Tarts in the flavors of strawberry and brown sugar cinnamon. It seemed like this was a natural fit for more flavors to come out down the line. And while I would have hoped for something like a s'mores or perhaps a wild berry, Mm. we instead Mm. have chocolatey fudge Pop-Tarts Bites, which, though it doesn't seem like the most creative i have a very visceral historical connection with chocolate fudge pop tarts that makes this exciting to me i don't know how close you are in terms of yourself and that particular pop tart flavor
0: you know i have i've always found it a little one note i will say uh Hmm. that it's not it's not my favorite um it's it's i'm not saying it's bad it's just not my it's not my favorite i just think I, I agree with you. In
1: terms of uh, nuance and depth of flavor, it is definitely very simplistic, but I, I very much remember that being the only Pop-Tarts that my parents would get, and I would, I would microwave them for 15 seconds and you know, back before I knew better. It's um, a little bit of sh- a shame just saying it right now. I thought those are good frozen.
0: Have you heard the fudge frozen?
1: In terms of the bites or the original? Original
0: yeah yeah it's good i think i've tried
1: just about every pop tart frozen at this point i've never
0: Um, tried one frozen not a a single pop tart never tried it am i missing out how much time do you have like could you
1: (laughs) could you pop one in and maybe we can talk it over for like four hours and get back to it like i feel like if nothing else in terms of my bloggerly accomplishments i've been a very vocal proponent for freezing all pop tarts and i think with the weird chemical exception of cookies and cream, which takes upon this weird, weird, weird aftertaste when frozen, every Pop-Tart is worth a try,
0: uh, especially chilled. That's how we'll know that Pop-Tarts is given up, because you'll walk through the freezer section, and you'll see frozen Pop-Tarts being advertised and as a And they're just product. Pop-Tarts. <laughs> they're just Pop-Tarts that they put here. We oh, put them here man. instead. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I did like chocolate fudge Pop-Tarts growing up, and now that they have put a Y on it and given us chocolate E fudge pop-tarts bites I can say that this is a very 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 close replicant of the original pop-tart I especially found that uh, with pop-tarts bites you know up to this point I was just eating them whole maybe like two or three at a time or an entire pouch at a time I I mean it it depends on how hungry I am at the moment but I discovered while eating these chocolatey fudge pop-tarts that if you are very careful you can sort of cleave a pop-tart bite in twain Mm. And you'll be left with one half that's basically just like, you know, crust. But the other half will be the frosted top of that Pop-Tart with all of the the sort of filling plastered directly below it. So you can sort of nice. take that and set it on your tongue. And it's just worth the entire experience. And it also lets, lets a pouch of Pop-Tarts
0: bites last a little bit longer than you might be inclined to eat them otherwise. I have a question about these, Dan. Please. Is that, uh, there's a... I don't know how to describe it other than sort of a white powder on top of the uh, Pop-Tarts bites, the the chocolate fudge, chocolatey fudge Pop-Tarts bites. What is, is it salt?
1: I'm pretty sure it's meant to just be, you know, more crystalline sugar as... Sure. You can kind of see them on the actual Pop-Tarts as well. Uh, But I don't think that in the the sort of miniature potent form that these bites take that it really makes any sort of difference because it basically just tastes like, you know uh artificial
0: lava cake filling <laughs> right um is there a... Uh, speaking of salt on pop tarts i tried the uh pretzel pop tarts yes. the chocolate pretzel pop tarts very very good my hot take clear hot take i could use a bit more salt really i feel like yeah i feel like salt is the next great frontier in in uh sweet breakfast like the the bringing in of salt into Cereal, I think, could work, and I'd love to see a little bit like stronger hand with the salt. Now, that may not be to every taste, but like I put salt on pretty much any dessert, especially chocolate ones. I just feel like it it elevates the flavor. I do these things called um, I call them Kelsey Grammers, they're, <laughs> and they're uh, like a layer of graham cracker, and then I do a layer of caramel, and then I melt uh, chocolate on top with some uh, nuts. And just a sprinkle of salt on that just really elevates the entire thing. Man. This is neither here nor there. Uh, but, yeah, I guess the only problem I would have then is that if we have
1: more salty Pop-Tarts, how does that hold up to, to freezing? I think that's a Ooh, whole other dimension. That's a very
0: good question. Dimension, very good you question. <laughs> oh, um, well, Before we get too far down this rabbit hole, mixed berry-filled mini-wheats. Sounds good. To me, it sounds like f- trying to fi- anything we can do to fix mini wheats. I'm, <laughs> I'm into
1: <laughs> I mean, it sounds exciting until you realize that this is this is just sort of a rebrand of the exact same thing that was released not too long ago as uh, yeah. mini wheats, touch of fruit in the middle, a sort of mixed berry. I don't know why they've made such a big deal about you know relaunching these mini wheats as something new and to the point where they will send me multiple boxes of it, but. You're right that Mini Wheats as a brand is just sort of in this uncanny valley that we appreciate it for what it is, but a lot of the flavors are just very, very hit or miss. And I think this would fall in that camp in that you already have blueberry frosted Mini Wheats and you already have strawberry frosted Mini Wheats, that the combo of the two doesn't really add anything to the experience, you know? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I think it's a shame, but I think that's that's fair. I will continue to disregard uh, Mini Wheats at every opportunity. Okay, but if there's one
1: Mini Wheats that's worth a try, it's the Mini, Mini Wheats that are the chocolate variety. So the Little Bites is, I believe, what they're called. And that one is worth your time, if nothing else.
0: Uh, uh, I'm so jealous of you getting sent cereals. I still can't get anybody to send me cereal. Hmm. What is it going to take, folks? Most popular serial podcast on the planet. Can't get a box of, <laughs> of many weeks to, to talk a bunch of messes yeah. up. Yeah. doesn't seem fair. We asked you fine people about your favorite cereals of 2019. Uh, and then you headed over to bowl.rest to leave us a, an audio message uh, detailing some of your favorites. We picked a few here. And uh, we're going to take a second to listen to those right now.
1: Greetings Cereal Boys, Uh, my name is Brian and my Top Cereal 2019 thanks totally to you is Strawberry Pop-Tart Cereal, I had this image in my head of how they should taste and I actually gasped when I first ate them because it completely matched what I had in my head so I want to thank you all for bringing that to my attention.
0: Hello, this is Jamie from Maryland, Uh, they them And my favorite cereal from 2019 was Cotton Candy Captain Crunch because I love sweet things and it was very sweet. Have a good day. Hi, Dan and Justin. This is Katie and my daughter Eliza from Virginia. We're big cereal enthusiasts. And my 2019 favorite cereal was Peanut Butter checks. It's crunchy and slightly salty. It pairs very nicely with bananas and milk. Eliza, what was your favorite? Mine was Sour Patch Kids cereal. It was very good. But after the big sale was over, it was really hard to find it. But it was very good (laughs) and when when I enjoyed Thanks, guys. Lovely. It's it's so nice to see kids appreciating mm-hmm, cereal. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see it often <laughs> enough. It's, 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 it's strange for kids too. They can be for kids as well. Um, uh, Dan, do you have a question you'd like to pose to people? Anything on your mind that, that you'd like you'd like answered?
1: Uh, so I would like to know, dear listeners, what is your secret cereal? What is a cereal that you'll never tell anyone that you really
0: love? <sighs> That's excellent. That is excellent. So you go to, uh, if you go to mail, uh, oh, sorry, excuse me. Mail at bold.rest. That's our email address. So you can email us there if you want, but if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to bold.rest, and you'll see a, uh, button there that will allow you to uh, leave us a, a, uh, a message, uh, and you just record it with your microphone. Um, and uh we would we would love to hear from you um you know what dan let's uh, speaking of mail at bowl.rest let's open up the 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 listener mailbag see uh, answer some questions from people definitely we got a lot of good ones so yeah uh hello dan and justin i'd like to know your thoughts on ingredients for a sour patch Kids cereal based trail mix so far i have yogurt pretzels and dried cranberries but I feel like I need at least a couple more additions. I'm determined to make this very weird cereal good in some format. Thanks for the Neato podcast, Tabby. Do you want to tackle this one first or? You know what I think would be a good mix is white chocolate chips. Oh. I think that you're going to bring a creaminess. Uh, that you are going to need to offset um, the, uh, the the sourness of the of the Sour Patch Kids cereal. My only uh, my only concern is that this the Sour Patch Kids cereal uh, the Sour Patch Kids cereal is also deceptively sugary. Um, that may and, and white chocolate is notoriously sweet as well. So I, I worry that might make it a little bit too sweet. But uh, that would be my, my pitch. Uh, Personally, I would say, when I was thinking about this one, what
1: would an actual Sour Patch Kid do? And it would probably be something, you know, prankish and probably not ideal for the common consumer. So I was thinking you could just throw a bunch of, like, Blue Raspberry Jolly Ranchers in there and just, you know, (laughs) watch the mischief that comes from people grabbing dry handfuls of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of a prank trail mix. Uh, Hello, Dan and Justin, big fan of the show. I was wondering if you ever come up with your own creative cereal ideas in your free time. I have my own imaginary cereal brand in my head called Diner Pie Cereals that have a lineup of lemon meringue pie, chocolate cream pie, and key lime pie flavored cereals. If you could make your own cereal, what would it be? Also, side note, why is there no cereal with citrus flavors besides orange? Thanks for the show, Nina B., Oh, that diner pie line sounds really good right right I had a,
1: a difficult time mentally topping that uh, when I was thinking of imaginary cereals
0: um do you ever you ever come up with your own you ever i I, I tend to um I don't necessarily come up with like cereals but I think that there's like areas that are undermined that or not under under utilized I guess you could say um the the citrus thing is actually a great point that I was thinking about I was watching a, a serial time video about uh, OJ's cereal and just mm-hmm, thinking about mm-hmm. how like orange is not a big flavor I think it's that sour plus milk thing that um that is kind of like a, a an odd combo uh, to wrap your head around that's my that's my, my best guess that's why it's not a natural fit so i was
1: looking into that and there definitely has been different orange cereals of course like the orange cream pop crunch uh from Captain crunch as well as the kangaroos from quaker were also orange flavored but i definitely agree that there's some other citrus flavors out there that are worthy like you know the buddha's hand uh, as a fruit it's a citrus fruit that's like a lemon with really really long tentacles or fingers and i just think that has a place at the breakfast table as well
0: uh i would love to see a Fluffer Nutter. yes uh And here would be my pitch, right? Like a healthy dose of Marbits, obviously, but then uh, peanut butter toast crunch, Mm, basically. Yes, yes, yes. Mixed with those two together. I, I think that could be a strong contender. So I was actually just talking to a friend
1: of mine about this topic, and her first recommendation was just Raisin Bran with more raisins. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. have you ever heard of anyone in your life who ate raisin bran and wanted more raisins? Um, but she also had a very good idea of an, an oatmeal raisin cookie crisp, which I think I could really get behind. So, Ooh, yeah, yeah, right? Because chocolate chip, yeah, yeah, we've all been there, we all know it, and we love to talk crap about oatmeal raisin as sort of being an unacceptable substitute. But I think that's unique in the cereal industry, and in that it's not just another chocolate something or other but it's mm-hmm. got depth in that little disc form, maybe with a little granola
0: or, you know, lots of raisins. I think it could work. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Uh, let's do one more. Hi, Dan and Justin. Longtime listener, first-time contractor. I'd like to throw a shindig with my friends and have a cereal and alcohol pairing. The only thing I've been able to come up with it so far is Cinnamon Toast Crunch White Russians. What are some cereal and alcohol pairings you have heard of or possibly tried... Any help or guidance would be greatly appreciated.
1: So the first thing that leaps to my mind is a a chocolate stout paired with peanut butter checks. Uh, I think mm. that is the appropriate grounded and sort of savory cereal to pair with a heavy beer, um, and I think that would be a very very you know Reese's Cupular experience. Um,
0: I tend to. Uh, I really like if you're going to go cinnamon toast crunch and I don't know what recipe you're using for these Cinnamon Toast Crunch White Russians. I found that the liqueur rum chata is a really great starter Mm, for cereal based uh, Cocktails. Um, You can make a great cinnamon toast crunch with just like that and some uh, Vodka honestly is is really nice Um, But you know, I tend to pair all cereals with red wine Really? Because, yeah, because I drink red wine and then want to eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so I found you really can't make a bad combo there. Yeah. I mean,
1: something else I thought of that's kind of experimental and I don't really know how it would look in practice would be a Trix Midori Sour, you know? Okay. Kind of getting that very specific uh, melony citrus all in one sort of shot. I don't know whether you would like just crumble up some tricks and throw it in there and kind of get like Mm -hmm. a sedimentary shot but i'm not really sort of a a technical man i'm more of an ideas man so make with make of
0: that what you will (laughs) now three olives makes a vodka called loopy it's a variety Hmm. of their vodka called loopy that is fruit loops um flavored uh that i i have not tried but i feel like that paired with like a Anything would be uh, pretty good. <laughs> you know, while we're on the subject, we've never talked about it before, but I have some in my home right now. Uh, Bones Coffee makes a uh, fruity pebbles flavored coffee Ooh. called Electric Unicorn um, that is uh, really, really excellent, um, and I would I would hardly recommend at least giving it a whirl. It is pretty out there, but it is it's nice.
1: You know, that reminds me of. One thing I meant to mention for the imaginary cereals is that when I was, like, in late high school, early college, I was, I was trying to win this idea pitch contest where you give sort of this 60-second elevator pitch of a product that you want to exist, and if it's good enough, they'll give you money to make it a reality. And I definitely pitched a Cappuccino's cereal at the time that would be a caffeinated cereal for sort of on-the-go breakfasters. And I just remember that I memorized word for word this sixty second speech and it caused me the greatest sweaty anxiety. And then I didn't even <laughs> win. So if nothing else <laughs> Cappuccino's taught me to prepare less and just sort of wing every presentation or public speaking event that I attend.
0: Uh the bitterness of coffee would make a nice I mean I think the only one that I know of that has attempted it is like Mocha Crunch that General Mills put out a, a while back that was wholly disappointing. I mean it was basically just chocolate. Um uh, I would love to see it more of a coffee flavor.
1: Yeah, I know we sp- there was speculation, there was a leaked image of a sort of Dunkin' Donuts uh caramel macchiato cereal with post a couple of years back, but it just never came to fruition probably for understandable reasons of putting caffeine in
0: uh in sort of the the cereal aisle. <laughs> um you know, it's funny. I was going to suggest a um a uh cereal um Based on like more cereals based on candy bars. Mm. So I Googled Twix cereal and it looks like there was one, just maybe not here Oof. in the uh, US of A. Yeah, Nestle definitely did a run of candy bar cereals
1: elsewhere. I know there was a Nestle Crunch cereal that looked really good uh, over yeah. in Europe. I think, yeah, maybe we could just do a Coffee Crisp bar. If you ever had Coffee Crisp from Canada, oh, yeah, those are delicious. That is yeah. a cereal, would kind of just, you know, mark all the boxes for both of us.
0: Um, I, someone sent us a, uh, Venezuelan, um, dulce de leche cereal, Ooh. uh, that was absolutely out of control. <laughs> delicious. Um, it is called, uh, Toops, T-O-O-P-S. They're very large, uh, like large individual pieces I'm seeing for what it's worth, I'm seeing the chocolate variety on Amazon that you could purchase if you, if you wish to do this. Uh, I could not recommend it enough. They're outrageously good. I mean, like just absolutely out of control. Good. How you can it, I'll, how's that even spelled? Exactly. T O O P S tops, like tops with the extra ah, O just slid in there. Toops. Uh, toops. Uh, they are, they're extremely delicious. Um, Anyway, I feel like we've—I I was about to say we're rambling, but we're talking about cereal, which is within the purview of the <laughs> domain. I feel like um, if you want to send us an email with your questions, you can do so at mail at bowl dot rest. Um, I have a, uh, uh, a request as we roll into the end of this episode. If you wouldn't mind, if you like the show, um, the best thing you can do is share it with uh, folks you care about. Be it on. Social media, or just, you know, one on one. Hey, come sit with me and stare into my eyes <laughs> as we listen to this podcast about cereal. Um, but uh, it, another thing you could do that would be really helpful is go to Bowl.Rest and uh, click on the support button. There you can make a monthly pledge to our show. Uh, it, you can pledge a buck, five bucks, or ten bucks a month. Um, and uh, that goes to half of that goes to dot. Net going, the other half I donate to a food shelter here in Huntington, West Virginia. So, um, if you would be so kind as to support this show, uh, we'd really appreciate it because mm-hmm. it's nice of you to do so. Absolutely. Um, I think Dan, I think that's it. Unless you have any other cereal-related information to impart. I mean, I'm just thinking about candy bars mostly right now. I mean, yeah, get yourself nougat a box and of... cereal. <laughs> oh, I forget about it. And get yourself a box of tubes. Uh, you're you're really gonna love them. Um, that will do it for us, folks. Uh, so, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Um, and be sure to join us again next time. And on behalf of Dan Gubert, my name is Justin McRoy, and as always, don't don't forget, forget to drink the milk.
1: I just kind of went. Oh, I just kind of went for it went there. For it. I, I, it. I don't know if you were
0: onto that. Love but. The, Love the initiative. <laughs> I promised people we wouldn't scream so I can't show my true feelings.